Shalom Abraham Rabbi Masechah Soito Daf Lamed. Today's Daf begins with the Hilchos Tuma. How we uh, picking up from the conversation yesterday? How Riesi learns a Kava Choymer from a Mechusa Kipurim that we have a Revi'i Ba Koydesh, we could possibly Revi'i Ba Koydesh, and we discuss the five Tanoim who argue with Rabbi Akiva that only Truma can become a Shlishi Ba Tumanat Chulin. We learn about doing Afrosh's challah from Tahir to take care of the Tomedo. We point out a Machlekist, whether Tchum Shabbos is the rest of the Rabbanon, and Zamagadato on how Klai Yisrael sing Shira Alayab of Oz Yashir. Now, Rav Papa comes in and asks a question on the Kasha that we had on Rabbi Yossi's Kavachaymer. Who says that Rabbi Yossi is actually passing like the Rabbanon? Maybe he's going like Abba Shal, who holds that Tumo is only able to be imparted on a Shani, and Pasol, a Rishon. So basically very well can have a Kavachai made that a Shlishi can create a Reviv Bakoidesh. The Gemara says that if, if Rabbi Yossi is going like Abishol, then he should have taken it a step further. He should have learned that you have a Reviv Bakoidesh. He should have learned that you get a Reviv Bakoidesh from food that became Tommy from a Tvul Yoim. What would that Kavachai look like? A tful yoyim, who is metame food. And the tful yoyim himself is mutter bachulin. And that creates a reviv akoydash. If you have food that becomes a shlishi batuma, which came from a shani, which itself is oser bachulin, kavachoymer, that reviv can become a reviv tuma bakoydash. And you can't slug that up saying that a tful yoyim, he himself was an avha tuma. Because Rebbe himself learned from a Mechuzah who was an Avatomo, and he had no issue with that. Next, Rebbe Omar Rav. Some say it was Rav Ben Isi Omar Rav. They say that there are five Tanoim who argue with Rebbe Akiva, Rebbe and Rebbe They all hold that a Shini Batomo cannot create a Shlishi Batomo by Chulin, only by Truma. Where do we see this by Meir? Well, the Mishnah says, Anything that's tamei midirabonon can be metamei koidesh, and it can pasol truma, pasol, but it cannot continue pass on the tuma, and it's mutter bachulin. You see that it does not pass on tuma bachulin. The chachamim say well, also even the chachamim would agree that there is no shlishi batuma when it comes to bachulin. Where do we see Rabbi Like we said before, if he did hold that there was a shlishi bachulin. Then he should have taken his drasha a step further to make a ravi bachuma and a chamishi bachoydish, and he doesn't go that far. You see that he doesn't hold that chulin can reach a shlishi. Rabbi Yeshua, our third Tana, we see in a Mishnah, Eliezer says that when someone's eating, if he eats a rishon, a, a tumas rishon, he becomes a rishon. If he eats a sheni, he becomes a sheni. If he eats a shlishi, he becomes a shlishi. Rabbi Yeshua disagrees, and he says, oh, well, when eating tuma, you have a gzera that maybe. If he's eating Tuma, he might come to eat it with Truma as well. Rabbi Yeshua learns that the effects are different. If someone's eating a Rishon or a Shani, he becomes a Shani by means of a Mashka. If he's eating a Shlishi, then if he's e- eating a uh, Kodshim, then it's a Shani. But you do not have a Shani by Truma. If, if, he's, if we're dealing with Chulin, that he wants to treat like Truma, then Rabbi Yeshua holds that he becomes a Shein Ibakoidesh.
But you see, that's only if he's treating his chulin like Taras Atruma. If he's treating it like Kodshim, then it's not. You see, he holds that Shani does not create a Shlishi by Chulin. Where do we see Rebbe Lazar? We have a Bryce that says that anything less than a Kabeitzah can't transfer Tuma. Rebbe Lazar disagrees and he says, or rather the first opinion holds that a Revius can only come from a Rishon by Kodshim. Meaning only if the source of this Tuma was Kodesh will it trickle down to a Revius. But Rebbe Lazar, he says, that even if the Rishon was not Kodshim, it trickles down just the same. Whether the Rishon was Kodesh or Chulin or Truma. By Kodesh, it'll be Metame, a Shani and Poisel, a Rishon. By Truma, it'll be Metame, a Rishon and Passel, a Rishon. And by Chulin, it will Passel one level down to create a Shani. But you see, it will not trickle down to a third level by Chulin. And our fifth Tana is Rebbe Eliezer. He says in a Mishnah that, you, that if someone has Tomei dough, uh, if he's Metame Bemezid, then he has to give the regular amount. But if it becomes Tomei Beshoige, then he takes off less than the 24th. How do you take off the Chala from the Tomei dough? You can use Tahar dough. Aye, the, all the dough has to be together. So you take these two doughs, the tahara and the tomato dough, you put it in the same big bowl, so it's mitztarif, and you take a little bit of challah from the tar, or even from the tomato, because this little piece, if it's less than a kabeza, it will not be able to transfer tomato, and you put that in between the two doughs, taking off from the tar for the tomato. However, the chachamim say that you cannot do this, and the brisa says, you're, we have another brisa disagreeing with this Mishnah, it says, that you're even allowed to put in a piece in between bigger than a kibetza. So we have a machlokas Rebbe Eliezer and the Chachamim in the Mishnah. The Brisa says even bigger than a kibetza can be used to transfer it, even more makel than Rebbe Eliezer. Now we have three ways of understanding this machlokas. The first is that both the Mishnah and the Brisa both hold. Now we're talking about the first dough, and we don't treat chulin hatvulin lechala as chala. Between the Chachamim and Rebbe Eliezer is whether Shani can create a Shlishi Bachulin. The second option of understanding this Machlegas is brought by Rav Mori Bered Rav Kahana. He holds that really everyone holds that a Shani cannot create a Shlishi Bachulin. The question here lies in Chulin Hatvulin Lachala. The third option is that everyone holds that Chulun HaTvulun L'Chala is not Chala. And a Shini cannot make a Shlishi Tomei Bachulin. Over here, the question is, are you able to make that little bowl of dough you put in the middle, Tomei, in Eretz Yisrael? Now, we had a Machloikes back in the Mishnah, totally separate topic, and how to measure the city of Levium, the thousand and the, the following thousand Amas outside of it, the Machlekes the there was the Rabbi Akiva holds that Tchumen Armidaraisa, and therefore he's using the Pasuk to teach us the halachas of Tchumen Mashabes. And Rabbi Ezra holds that it's Derabanon, and therefore there's no Pasuk. It's just talking, to, talking about planting trees and gardens in those thousand Amas after the Migrash. Next, uh, we learned that Rabbi Akiva taught on that day when they were all out back into the base Medrash that when Klai Israel came out of the Yamsof, they said the Shira. How did they say Oz Yashir? This is a three-way machloikas. First option is they said it like Halel. 
And uh, Kleisol responded going back to the beginning. For exa- so, for example, Moshe Rabbeinu said, Ashu Hashem. They responded, Ashu Hashem. And then when Moshe said, they said, they went back and said, Ashu Hashem again. Kind of like the Kilo Elam Chastoy. Reb Eliezer learns a second way of how they said Azosher. He was Reb Eliezer Ben Hurishal He says that they said it like a Koton who reads Halal. And they said, they responded after him. So, Moshe Rabbeinu would say, Ashir Hashem. They said, Ashir Hashem. Moshe said, Ki And they responded, Ki Responsively repeating what Moshe said. Rabbi Nechemia learns a third way that they said Azosher. Like uh, a soifer who comes in saying Shema in the Beis HaKnesses. He just starts it off. He knows how it goes. And then the, the, the Kindalach in the class, they finish finish it off. Which is a pella. It's like Moshe Rabbeinu said Az Yasher and Kalei knew how to finish it. Rabbi Ak, uh, well, what's Machlekes here? Rabbi Kiva holds that the word Lamar in Az Yasher is going on that Ashir Hashem. They repeated that first pasuk. Rabbi Yisrael says that Lamar means that they repeated every word, that, every phrase that Moshe Rabbeinu said. And Rabbi Nehemiah holds that Yomru says that they said it all together, and Lamar means that Moshe Rabbeinu just started them off. Next, we learn that uh, Rabbi Yosef Lili tells us that when Klai Yisrael went into the Yamsuf, they, uh, re- they gave their eyes and they said Shira. What does it mean that they said Shira? The little babies in their mother's laps and the, 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 the babies nursing, when they saw the Shekhinah, they turned their heads and they stopped nursing and they said, Zekheli van veyu. Right? Based on the passing, Rameyer says, how do we know that even the fetuses in the mother's womb were saying Shira as well? Because the Pasuk says, There's a fascinating parenthesis over here which is uh, left out. But how the babies were able to see the Shechina, there's a special aspect that showed it to them. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.